Hello, welcome back to Figuring It Out. I hope you're having a good day. Right now, we've got a thunderstorm going on in the background, and I mean, my microphone probably won't pick up most of it, but I just want to set the scene for you. It's like about 7 p.m. here. We've got a thunderstorm, a nice summer thunderstorm. I love storms like these. They're so aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> They really get you in the, the moody vibe, the cozy vibe. I love them. So, I mean, I, I hope you can end up hearing a little bit of it because it is very satisfying. And what else was I going to say? Thunderstorm, evening. I've also got some hot chocolate here. And let me tell you, you can hate... You can hate on me for wanting to drink hot chocolate during the summer. I will drink it year-round, let me tell you that. <laughs> so, we've got a nice drink here. The mood is set. And I want to talk about a lot of the life updates in my life, mostly regarding career and my new job. So, yeah, I'm going to go into that and tell you all about the... Like my job search, which took months, and how I've only just started to feel not burnt out from college recently, and how I'm finally ready to do something full time, and how I'm, you know, what am I going to do with my coaching business, and what my experience with my business has been like, why I'm switching from my, my own entrepreneurship journey to doing this, so... We're going to get all into that, and I hope that this can provide some entertainment, some value, some insight into my life, and especially if you're also in your 20s trying to figure things out, then you're in the right place, and yeah, let's get into it. So I'm going to kind of start with where I am now and then kind of work my way backwards. So on July 1st, I got my job acceptance, and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be a recruitment consultant at a startup, which has a base in my home city. It also has bases in New York City, Austin, and London. It was originally founded in the UK, so I'm going to be a recruiter. Now, it might be a little confusing here. I'm not recruiting for people to join this company. Um, what we do, what this company does, is they get hired by bigger companies, like, you know, really big companies, to find good candidates for their positions that they need filled. It's pretty surprising, like, how big of an industry this is, the recruitment industry. And it actually started over in England, in the UK, and it's slowly made its way over to the United States, but I think... It's got a lot of potential to grow. This this industry has a lot of potential, and I'm really glad that I found out about this job. Now, I have been applying to jobs for the past two and a half months. Like, I really started applying in May, um, but even before then, I sent a few. And I mean, after I graduated, after that summer, I was also starting to apply for jobs, and I ended up getting my stretch practitioner job, which I'll go into in a little bit, but I, ooh, we just had a big lightning strike. I hope you maybe heard that. So the job search was brutal. <laughs> you know, a lot of people say, are saying that there are so many jobs on the market and like, oh, it's a great time to 
be looking for one, right? Because, like, everywhere is hiring. Mm, no. <laughs> See, there's a lot of demand, but there's also a lot of supply. There's a lot of people looking for jobs. And the fact that so many companies are now doing remote work makes it harder because that means, like, if you're applying for a remote position in California or, I don't know, Michigan, Texas, whatever state, it makes it harder because that opens the pool up to many other applicants in the country. So it's like, there's a lot of, basically there's a lot of competition. So while there are a lot of jobs that need to be filled, there's a lot of people who need jobs and there's a lot of recent graduates looking for work. And I mean, then you can say we run into this problem of how there are too many college educated people and not enough people to fill other service roles. So anyways, that's a whole nother tangent, but yeah, there's a lot of competition out there. And so I sent in over or around 80 applications total. Now, most of that was through Indeed. So it wasn't it wasn't like I was writing a cover letter and sending in a portfolio for every all 80 of those jobs. I mean, honestly, for a lot of them, I kind of just sent my resume to them. And I mean, for some of these jobs, you can see how many people applied and it, it would show like hundreds of people, if not over a thousand or more. So yeah, the competition was high. And I guess I should explain why I was looking for a position. So as you guys know, I have a coaching business and I also make content and those have been streams of income for me over the past year and a half. However, it is not nearly enough to live off of. It's really just a side hustle and I've accepted that. I mean, I'll be transparent. It like I think overall over that year and a half of doing the coaching, having clients and having some sponsorships and getting some tips from like TikTok live streams, I think overall I've made at least $6,000. Not bad, right? Not bad, but there was no way I could live off of that. I mean, you know, my hope was that I could turn my coaching business into something full-time, into something that I could live off of, but I honestly just kind of, I don't know, I just wasn't willing to, like, do some of the things that other coaches do and specifically unethical things that I see other people doing to get them success, but honestly, it's very unethical, for example, promising things to clients that you're not going to deliver on. I have had my experience with that, you know, as a client, and I was like, I'm just not going to do that. I mean, yeah, I could be successful. I see other people doing this, but that does not sit right with me. And I mean, ultimately, like a better way to have gone about it would be to have gotten a coaching certification and learned more about business. But I I think overall, I just realized that I put in... I put in some effort, probably didn't put in my full effort. There was just a lot more I needed to learn about business and entrepreneurship. I think really what happened is it just didn't feel aligned anymore to do it full time. And that's a realization that I've slowly come to over this past year since graduating. So yeah, there's that. I I realized that coaching is something I definitely want to continue. And so as I start my job, my new job in a couple weeks. I start at the end of July, July 26th. I do not plan on 
ending my coaching business. I hope to still keep that on the side and do what I can when I'm not working my full-time job. So anyways, yeah, overall, I was able to make about $6,000 from coaching and sponsorships and some other stuff. Actually, I reinvested some of that. So 2500 of that actually went to me getting coaches for myself and going through a coaching program to help me grow my business. So I'm satisfied with it. I feel fulfilled from having gotten to work with six awesome clients and I've done over 30 one-to-one coaching sessions. I've tried launching my own program. I mean, there's a lot. There's there's a lot there. I've built my own website. I've learned how to do the taxes and keep track of the income and expenses and I've learned a lot of different things through my th- my business. And I Oh my god. I really hope you heard that. There's no way you couldn't have heard that. That is insane. Look, I'm I'm in the southeast. The thunderstorms are can be crazy here, but I'm here for it. So, anyways, there's a little bit of insight into what has been going on um, in terms of the financial side and why I'm now shifting. I also just I always preach that you should listen to your intuition, follow your heart. Follow whatever is more is most exciting for you at this time in your life. And I always say also that it's okay to change. It's totally okay to pivot. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I feel, I finally feel like I'm not burnt out anymore because after I graduated in May of 2021, I felt so burnt out. So burnt out. I mean, I did a year and a half of college online during covid that was not horrible, I'll say. I mean, I'm more of an introvert, so I actually really enjoyed staying home, but it definitely got difficult in, like, my last semester. It really just got tiring, especially with my statistics class that was online. And for my first two years of college was when I did a lot of my physics classes, so that had already kind of burned me out. And even before college, I did something called the IB program in high school, which was super tedious. It's basically like taking all your classes AP and then also having to do community service and having to write a 30-page paper by your senior by the end of your senior year, middle of your senior year, and then having to take all of these very stressful exams. So, I don't know, maybe I was burnt out by the end of high school. Um, I was already burnt out. And then going into college and taking like 10 physics, physics classes was difficult. But, I mean, I've explained that I switched over to my psychology major halfway through. So, you know, psychology was definitely easier than physics, but still... I just found it, I just found myself exhausted in my last year and a half. So yeah, after I graduated, I wanted to pursue my coaching business full time. I wanted that to take off. Yeah, because I really didn't see myself with any other job. I, I mean, to be fair, I didn't know a lot about what was out there. When I first graduated, I was just thinking, okay, it's either my coaching business or a job I hate. I was looking at it very, with a very dual perspective, you know, duality, like it's either this or that. I didn't really, 
I hadn't really researched a lot of what was out there. I mean, also, having a psychology bachelor's, you don't get the best positions just with a bachelor's. If you want to go into therapy or counseling, which is something I definitely considered, then you have to get a master's. You also have to get, like, a thousand hours of clinical experience or, like, working in a hospital. And then you also have to get certified. And then it's a matter of if you want to start your own practice or if you want to join a different practice. It's a lot. And... I just didn't feel as called in that direction. I really wanted to just stop at my bachelor's, at least for now. Maybe in the future, I'll go back and get a master's. But for now, I was just like, I just want to work. I feel like I had spent my whole life studying and preparing for the next step. And I'm and I was just like, I'm ready for that next step. I I can't stay in school. I just felt so burnt out from it. I wanted to work and make money and be financially independent. So that was my headspace coming out of college. And like I said, I I tried that summer to do some coaching programs and launch some other things. And I built my website. But I found that I just still wasn't having a high enough passive income or passive income. I just wasn't having a consistent income to allow me to live on my own. So what I ended up doing a few months after graduating was I started applying for some positions. I was really open to anything part-time so that I could still work on my business and I wasn't ready for a full-time position. I was feeling still very burnt out and like, oh my gosh, could I work for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week? I just couldn't see myself doing that at the time. So I ended up getting a part-time position at a place called Stretch Zone. And I was a stretch practitioner, basically doing a form of physical therapy. I had some fitness background before that. I actually got certified as a personal trainer in fall of 2019. um, And I did personal training for a little bit at my college. I always explain to people that I have a wide range of passions and interests, but they all ultimately connect because like fitness and psychology, like wellness is a whole thing that interconnects, you know, your mind and body are very interconnected. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your mind. So that's why I enjoy learning about fitness. That's why I did personal training. That's why I went into mindset stuff as well and psychology and coaching and now I have landed at a recruiting job which I didn't even get from my applications from one of my 80 applications literally what I did was I was starting to get discouraged with my job search in I don't know this was mid-may end of may and I just thought all right I think it's time to just post on LinkedIn or whatever saying like, hey, I'm looking for a job. I have these skills and this background. If you know anything, message me. And luckily, I had a friend message me saying that at his company, they were hiring. And at first, I was just like, hmm, you know, I've never really considered recruiting. I don't know a lot about it, but I liked that it involved talking to people, coaching them, Uh, a lot of interpersonal skills and communication. So I looked into it and I fell in love with how it was a startup and they have a very 
small team working here in my home city and you know it's hybrid so I'll be in the office two days a week at the least I can come in more often if I wanted and everything about it just felt right to me it felt very aligned and as I was saying earlier I preach that it's important to listen to your intuition and it's important to let yourself pivot and change directions so I just felt in my heart that this felt really exciting. It felt expansive for me and my growth. And the company itself has a lot of literal opportunities for growth if I want to get promoted and then go into leadership in the company. So I just saw so many great things about it and I could see myself working there. And that's something that I haven't gotten with any other job. Like, I can't tell you how many times I have gotten discouraged looking through job descriptions and looking on Indeed and LinkedIn, all these things. It can be exhausting. It Like, really, it can be so exhausting to apply for jobs these days. And some of them, I mean, for this job that I got, I had three interviews, which, I mean, I actually prefer the interview stage. I What I don't like is the application and having to make a cover letter and what else do you have to do some of them required like tests and quizzes and I was just like oh my gosh (laughs) it can be a job applying to jobs these days also while I was interviewing for this position that I got I just it made me so happy the questions they were asking me because they are a startup and so they're very entrepreneurship minded so they were asking me things like oh why did you decide to pursue your own business after school instead of you know going into like a corporate setting and I was more than happy to discuss that you know they were just asking me questions that really were like deep and things that I wanted to talk about and their energy was great I'm just so happy like having found this opportunity and I'm excited to share more about how it ends up going and how my, I don't know, first couple weeks go, but I'm anticipating it's going to bring me a lot of growth. And that is, that's what I'm here for. Like that is what I prioritize in life these days, growth on a personal level, a professional level, any level. (laughs) So Yeah, let's see. Is there anything I left out? Yeah, I mean, a year ago, I don't know how I would have reacted to knowing that I would end up getting a position like this. I didn't know about positions like this a year ago. So I guess for anyone who is on the job market, I hope this gives you some light at the end of the tunnel because it's taken me over a year since graduating to find something that really excites me and something that's going to give me a consistent income and I'm going to have coworkers, which I'm really excited about. It's cool to do your own thing. It's It feels really great to be your own boss and to say that you have your own company, your own business. Like it is, it's so fulfilling for me to be able to say that, but it gets lonely and it gets hard to discipline yourself. And I consider myself a pretty disciplined, driven person, but this, you know, pursuing my own business has definitely shown me, like, it takes, it really takes heart and drive and passion to 
do it in the long term and try to turn it into something full-time. So, yeah. There's just... I've had a lot of realizations in the past year. A lot of maturing, I guess you could say. Because when I first graduated, I was very opposed to doing anything that would resemble a 9-to-5 job. And, yeah, I was just, like, pretty against it at first. Because I really wanted to prove myself. I was so focused on proving myself and, like, proving other people wrong. Especially family members who didn't believe in what I was doing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Is like, when I was telling people what I was going to do after I graduated and even after I graduated, when I would tell them, like, what I was doing, some of them just, like, really didn't take it seriously, they didn't understand it, and hey, I mean, that's to be expected. I don't resent them for that. It's just natural, like, you're gonna have people who aren't entrepreneurship-minded, who question what you're doing, and I just really wanted to prove those people wrong. I really wanted to do something extraordinary at such a young age, but I've realized, like, hey, it's okay. It's going to take some time. And like I said, I am not giving up on my business. I hope to keep it on the side because, I mean, I've paid for my own LLC. I've paid for some of the business expenses. And it also just makes me happy to still have it. And it makes me happy to do coaching sessions and to inspire other people in this way. It's it's very interesting, all of the change that's happened in my life in the past couple months, especially. It's been quite a year. <laughs> Maybe you're feeling that too. But, I mean, for me, being in my early 20s, this is the time for growth. This is the time where all these realizations are going to come about. And <laughs> that's why I named this podcast Figuring It Out as cliche as that is, and sometimes I'm just like, oh, did I really name it that? <laughs> as cliche as it is, like, that is literally my life right now. That's been my life the past year at the least, so if you're also around my age or you're just kind of like, maybe you want to make a career change, then know that you're not alone and know that things take time and it's okay to pivot. Like, it is so okay to pivot and it feels so much better now that I am pivoting in this way instead of, like, staying stubborn and doing things, you know, if I were to just keep on pushing myself with my business, I just think I would burn myself out trying to do that. And it didn't feel fully aligned. It didn't feel fully aligned with what I want in my life right now because I've been living at home for about four months now and independence is something that's very important to me. So I really wanted to become financially independent. I want to do that as soon as I can and have my own place and be hashtag adulting. <laughs> yeah, so that's my priority and that wasn't, I mean, that was kind of my priority a year ago, but I think more importantly, I wanted to get my business going. I think that took number one over everything. I mean, 
get my business going and also prove myself. That was like my number one priority. And then I kind of had to take a step back and realize, hmm, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I do want to uh, prioritize just like being financially independent more than having this business turn into something or, or doing it full time. Anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm making this shift and I'm very excited about it because I think like I already said, this job, it's, it actually excites me and I can see myself doing it and it has so much opportunity for growth. I'm also going to be around like-minded people. You know, these, these people, my future coworkers, they, you know, it's a startup environment and that's what I'm very excited about as well. Technically, there's no office, and um, the office is in kind of like a WeWork type of place. So, yeah. And and I guess the last thing I can touch on also is that I have realized that I like my home city. For a while, I was kind of consuming the content that would say things like, oh, you need to leave your home city. Like, look at what happens when you leave your home city and you move across the country or you move out of the country. Um, Like, that is the only way to make growth and that's the best way to become the best version of yourself. You know, there's a lot of these videos on TikTok and Instagram and I totally understand what they're saying, but I have also realized that, especially when I was coming back from my trip from Arizona and Seattle in April, when I was on the flight home to the city I'm in, I realized that I felt very called to come back home. Because before that trip, I was kind of considering, hmm, like maybe I want to move across the country. Maybe that would be the best way to to start over and best way to become my my the highest self, my my best self. But when I was over there, I mean, I really enjoyed my trip, but I felt, I felt a calling. Like, it was an intuitive calling, inner voice, whatever label you want to put on it. I felt very drawn back to my city, and since I've been here, I have given it more of a chance. Um, Yeah, I mean, I grew up here, and then I went away to college, but I wasn't actually that far from where I am, so... I've just realized that there's a lot in my home city that I actually like, and I'm trying not to beat myself up about how this was kind of the place for me all along that I could have moved back to a year ago, but things definitely happen for a reason, and I'm not going to uh, feed doubts into that or whatever, beat myself up about it. But yeah, I just want to say if you're someone who is in your home city and, you know, you see those videos that are like, you need to leave, you need to completely, like, get away from everything you knew, um, just know that it's pretty cool to end up staying in your home city, too. I actually have a lot of old friends who are back here, and it's pretty crazy how many of my friends are back here. So... Yeah, my social life has been so much better since I've moved back. Um, I've gone to some, like, social groups and just been hanging out with a lot of old friends, which which has been incredible. It's what my soul needed so badly. And there's a lot of things happening in my city. 
I like the climate. I like the seasons, the environment. My parents are here. I know the city, but there's actually a lot that I still have to discover. And yeah, I mean, I live in North Carolina. And so we have the beach and the mountains, which is such a nice variety. So there's stuff that you can do like for a weekend trip really easily. Yeah, I just felt like my heart was calling me to be back here. So yeah, sometimes your home city ain't too bad. <laughs> and everyone's different. Everyone's journey is different. So, you know, I'm definitely learning that and learning not to compare myself because I'm happy with how my journey has gone so far. You know, especially when I was doing the interview for this job, I was so proud to tell them about why I decided to go with my business, even though it didn't fully work out. And they really resonated with that. So, you know, if I hadn't had that experience, maybe I wouldn't have gotten this job. And things happen a certain way. The universe cultivates your life a certain way. I think you're guided to make certain decisions that ultimately lead to something in the end and it all makes sense. But along the way, it might not make sense. I mean, I can't tell you how many times in my life I have felt lost. It's been a journey for sure and it's not over. But I can see now being further out and especially with how, you know, this company wanted to hire someone with the entrepreneurship experience and the self-drive. Um, I definitely see how the things that I've done in the past few years have ultimately contributed to this very moment. Yeah, it's very emotional, <laughs> very deep, and I'm just proud of myself for sticking it out. There have been a lot of bumps along the way, especially in the past year. So yeah, that's my life. I will be starting in a couple weeks. I'll keep you guys updated. Um, yeah. If you'd like to hear more about my job search process, um, you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM, you can email me. If you have any more questions or you want me to go further into any of these topics I touched on, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, so I didn't really explain what type of jobs I was applying to before I found this one. I was actually applying to a lot of social media manager jobs because of my experience with TikTok and building all my different platforms, I thought that that would be pretty fitting. I also applied to a couple fitness jobs, having some fitness background, and I tried to find some psychology-related jobs as well. Like, there was one position I saw to be a psychometrist, which is like taking psychological assessments at a hospital or something. But... Hey, I mean, like, none of those worked out, and I guess they didn't work out for a reason. I mean, this position I got excites me way more than any of those did. And the starting pay is lower, but I do get commission, and over time I can get promoted. So it's like you start low, but you can grow really quick. And that is very motivating for me. So I, I guess if there are any overall themes to this episode... I mean, these are things like I've said in previous episodes, allow yourself to change, allow yourself to pivot, follow your intuition, and it's okay for your priorities to shift as well, especially if you're around my age or in your 20s. 
think about what your priorities are. Think about what you value and allow yourself to change. I can't, I can't express that enough because that is a mantra, I guess you could say, that has helped me so much in the past year or two. Yeah. We don't have to stay stagnant. We don't have to be the same person who we were six months ago. We don't have to be the same person who we were this morning when we woke up. If we woke up on the wrong side of the bed, like you can always start over and you got to keep trying and also manifest, you know, but manifesting only goes so far. I, I don't know. I think there's more to manifestation than just dreaming of things. I mean, obvi- obviously there's more. I feel like anyone listening knows that already. A lot of it is just to keep going and push through hard times. Just to keep going. Like, just keep walking. Just keep just keep going. <laughs> I wish there was a longer description I had for that. I am running out of words, trailing off, starting to blank out. I think I, I got all of that out pretty pretty much so again feel free to reach out to me on instagram especially you can always request a topic for me to talk about and yeah i say the word and in like such a way to transition i'm like and you know i i i (laughs) yep it's it's time to to call it a day with the podcast when I start just like running out of words or stumbling on my words. Life is interesting. You got to stick around to find out. I have not even touched my hot chocolate at all because I just, I actually got very warm while I was talking about this. And that tends to happen with me. If I'm like talking about something passionately, my body temperature increases. And I think that's normal. I don't know. Maybe some of you can relate, but now I'm ready for the hot chocolate, and I am also ready to finish Stranger Things. I am on the last episode, which is two hours and 20 minutes. I can't believe how long this last episode is. I'm actually about to fly to Los Angeles tomorrow for a week with my mom, so I don't know if I'm going to have time to do that tonight, but if you're a Stranger Things stan, props to you. Shout out to you great show. It's the only show I can watch that has some gore in it that I'm okay with. It definitely pushes it a bit. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And I have to like shield my eyes or I have to just try to ignore it because I am not a big horror fan. I can't do the gore, but Stranger Things, um, they make it work. The character development, the plot, the symbolism, ugh, it's just amazing. And speaking of shows, I don't know if I mentioned this show last time, but I started watching, it's on Amazon Prime, it's called Undone, and it's an animated show with very unique animation, to to be clear, <laughs> to be clear. I mean... I only recommend this show if you're really wanting something deep and intense and something that talks about things like consciousness and it actually touches on psychic abilities and clairvoyance and all all that type of stuff, which is super, super cool to see a show like that out there. It seems very esoteric. It's really cool that 
someone made this show and it's out there. So yeah, if you're wanting something very deep and intense, I would recommend that. It's very trippy as well, but definitely well done. So yeah, those those are the TV wrecks. <laughs> Let's see, music wrecks. Um, I love Harry Styles, his latest album. I mean, I've been listening to some K-pop. So the I've been listening to some K-pop recently. BTS and Stray Kids. Great to run out. Or wait, what am I saying? <laughs> run out, workout. Great to work out too, and also great to run too. And I don't know why I, I give the TV and music recs at the end, but I don't know. Seems more fitting. See, in the beginning when I start the episode, I just like want to get right into it, and. Other people on their podcast do such a good job at like giving a a nice introduction that leads up to the subject. And for me, the introduction is always the hardest part of the episode because I'm like, okay, we're here. I'm staring at you. And by staring at you, I mean, I'm like looking at the camera, looking at the microphone and thinking, okay, how, how do we get into this topic? I'm a very concise person. I just, I can go straight to it. But I I feel like the podcast etiquette is to warm up your audience a little bit in the beginning. But I just uh, don't know, don't know how to warm it up. <laughs> so, yeah, we are over 40 minutes now. And ideally, I want these episodes to be at least 40 minutes. But I also want to prioritize quality over quantity I mean, if you just want to hear me talk, like, let me know. I can just keep talking and keep rambling, but um, I'm also someone who, in general, I try not to take up much of people's time. Just, like, if we're talking, I don't know, if we're out talking, or if, like, I meet a stranger, I try not to <laughs> just, like, overshare and talk too much, which I remember taking this quiz one time where it kind of figures out if you're more of a northerner or a southerner or like it kind of figures out what region you're from in the U.S. based on your etiquette and for me it kind of actually said that I'm more fitting to like the New York City type of etiquette where I don't want to take up much of people's time I just want to like get on with my tasks and stuff and I'm also a fast walker and I, I just, I can't not fast walk. I can't walk slowly. Mm -mm. I mean, I can, but it is not ideal. <laughs> so yeah, I have some packing to do. I'm going to edit this episode on the plane ride, which will be about five hours. It's a good long time. I love plane rides, to be honest. Well, I used to love them more. In recent years, I've actually not enjoyed them quite as much as I used to, but I really enjoy just being up in the air, being away from everything for a little bit, getting to work on things, and honestly, being disconnected from the internet feels so good. You guys feel me? Like, the thunderstorm has resided for the most part, but I remember when I was younger and we would actually turn off our Wi-Fi in our house I think. I don't know. My dad was very strict on turning off and unplugging things when there was a thunderstorm. But also, if we were to lose power, then, you know, I would have my iPod touch and it wouldn't be able to work without Wi-Fi. I wouldn't have the internet. So, 
I remember those times when we would lose power to be really nice, actually. It's very nice to be disconnected for a little bit. Yeah, now I'm just rambling on and hoping that you are sticking with me here, just enjoying me talk about these things, just for entertainment purposes at this point. I have given all of the updates and the the value and <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Now, I mean, yeah, we're just like chilling here. My hot chocolate is not hot anymore, and I am shook. Shook is not quite the right word I wanted to use there. I am peeved. No, but peeved sounds too serious. I'm not, like, that upset. I just want it to be hot, so I'm gonna have to go microwave that. I wonder if there are podcasts where people kind of just talk about random things. Because lately I've been getting in my head thinking, I need to provide value, I need to make sure, like, Whoever's listening, they get something out of this and it makes sense and all that. I kind of touched on that in my last episode about content creation. So go check that out. Definitely. I mean, I would so appreciate if you binged listen to my episodes, um, if you shared them, like all of that helps the podcast, uh, helps it to get, I don't know, pushed more in the algorithm. And I just like seeing the number of listens go up. It's very satisfying. Yeah. I'm really excited to be right by the beach in Los Angeles to see the Pacific Coast. I'm also going to see some family members who I haven't seen in almost three years. I mean, I'm originally a Cali girl, so got to go back to my roots every now and then. I'll definitely be posting pictures and stuff on my Instagram stories, so follow me on there. I mean, this episode will be going out on Monday, so I'll be there at this time and hopefully taking some really artsy pictures too. That is definitely on the agenda. I'll be taking my DSLR camera and hoping to make some inspiring, motivational TikTok videos or reels probably of me walking on the beach and there's like a quote on the screen, you know, the whole shebang. I also had a really good therapy session today. I think I mentioned, I don't know, a couple months ago that I was starting therapy again, and I did, but I I ended up only having two sessions with that therapist and then decided I didn't want to see them anymore. They kind of made me feel bad about myself. So I was like, yeah, we're just gonna not go to this person anymore and find a new one. So only recently I found a new one and had my first session today, and she was awesome. She was so cool. So, yeah, if you're in therapy, um, and if you ever wonder if you should switch therapists, like, if you're not getting a lot out of the sessions, or you're not enjoying it, or they're doing something to make you feel bad about yourself, uh, it's totally okay to switch, and I think that they're very used to that. They would understand. So don't be afraid to switch therapists. That's important. And I mean, at this point, I have said that, like, the past month, past six weeks have been a lot better. My life has really turned around. But I want to keep doing therapy as a preventative thing. Because it's important to me to keep my mental health up and and probably also work through things from the past um, just to make sure I fully process things and just to grow as a person. So do things for yourself. Do things for your mental well-being. 
and I will end there for now. So I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.